Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Nice to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. The 8th Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app for that. Benchmark hotline is open as well at 806-771-0973. We've been talking about uh, the Rangers and uh, looking for a new skipper. And uh, what poor Eric Nadell, he's, he's got to go through that again, he and Matt Hicks. Matt Hicks does the manager show. There, I guess Nadell does it mostly. Um, so I don't know if they renamed it the Tony Beasley show or if they just called it the manager show. Okay. okay. Tony Beasley last night. It was Tony Beasley. Okay. Uh, I caught some of the Rangers last night, <clears throat> but um, did not hear uh, did not hear that little part. Remember yesterday when we were talking about Soldier Field and um, the NFL Players Association guy coming out and talking about that they they need to look at the field and need to kind of examine what's what's passable for a quality field and and whatnot. It was a big big talking point. Um, the uh, one of the number one guys in uh, the National Football League, a uh, young man by the name of Patrick Mahomes, had comment on it. Okay? Okay. Here's what he said. He was asked about the grass. He said it was good. I think they had some type of concerns, or there was some stuff here and there. But, I mean, it wasn't any crazy bad shape or anything like that. <laughs> he said, I love playing here at Soldier Field. It's an awesome stadium. You feel the history of it, and hopefully I get to play a couple more games here and try to do whatever I can to win them. So I guess if it didn't bother him, maybe it shouldn't bother anybody, right? He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that whines about a lot of things like that. No. He seems uh-uh. to stay away from the drama. Right, right. When he played one drive. He was 6-7, six 60 yards, threw a touchdown to Blake Bell in the red zone. But, uh, you know, if he, that's, that's almost refreshing that it's like he goes the opposite of, you know, the whiny uh, Players Association chief who, mm-hmm. instead of calling the commissioner or calling somebody at, you know, headquarters there in New York, just uh, goes on uh, goes on blast. So yeah, I just that's just not Patrick style. No, uh, Justin Fields uh, said that he uses it as a competitive advantage, and uh, the Bears kicker mentioned his unorthodox preparation for kicking at the field earlier in the week. <laughs> unorthodox okay okay so i don't know if he like leans to one way or you know puts the t just a certain direction or or what but uh that seems to seems to be not much to see there okay okay when it comes to uh when it comes to patrick mahomes uh we discussed this last week uh, while you were out uh did not uh did not hear what your thoughts were or, or haven't had a chance to ask you i guess i had a chance to ask you and just didn't um, but uh, I saw a story on this last night, and so it's come up again. Uh, any thought on your opinion of the NBA deciding to retire Bill Russell's jersey number six league-wide? I, when we talked about Bill Russell, I talked about always feeling like, I mean, it was a guy that just always said the right thing i mean never saw him play or anything like that i haven't saw highlights obviously but never saw him play but always said and acted and did the right things mm-hmm. um just felt like he was a great representative of the nba 
and the players of the NBA, and I wish there was more in the league or in the world maybe, <laughs> just not the NBA basketball players that kind of carried themselves like Bill Russell did. Um, so I, I'm going to tell you I don't have beef with it. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess I would tell you, if I'm being honest, I didn't have – I was surprised by that. Yeah. Because I didn't – I mean, I – I put Russell on the list of, you know, greatest 15 or so of all time, but I don't have him, like, in that list of the greatest of all time. Top five or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I I don't, and um, I didn't think that others did, but maybe this is not just about his skill as a player, but it is about him being an ambassador for mm -hmm. the league as, like, this is how – we wish our guys acted, and this is a, a charitable guy who, you know, is is the way we want our athletes to act and and carry themselves. And so, again, I don't have beef with it. I was definitely surprised by it. I, I would have, I mean, I would have, I I don't, I don't know that it was necessary, but again, a guy that I have a high level of, or had a high level of respect for. Um, I think it's a great honor for him and his family or whatever, but it seems a little over the top to me. Yeah, no, I, I sh that's pretty much what I shared uh, last week. And then the other, my thought was, if you were going to do it, why didn't you do it while he was alive? And some might have said, well, maybe he didn't want it done then. Maybe he didn't. Well, um, if he didn't then, then why are you doing it now? That, one, that was my point. That, yeah. that was my exact point. I, I sometimes feel like, man, and this is... Is there a bit of a knee-jerk reaction to somebody passing away? Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. like, all of a sudden mm -hmm. we were going to change... Mm -hmm. I, I, we were going to change the NBA logo to Kobe Bryant after he died. And it was like, wait a minute. Like, first of all, it, the majority of NBA fans hated Kobe. Okay? I mean, Phil Jackson wrote in his book about him being the worst teammate that he had ever coached. Okay? Clearly, Kobe was a great player, okay? Great player. There's no question about it. But, I mean, is I mean, was he the guy that he, all of a sudden, just because he died, that we decided, and he died at an early age, you sure. know, all of a sudden, he's the, the face of the NBA, and that's who we want on the logo? And I don't know. I guess you could ask the, the, the question, the response to that, well, is Jerry West the guy? I don't know. I just know that he was. They made that logo. I don't know that they made it of Jerry West to honor Jerry West. No, it just happened to be Jerry West. It happened to be Jerry yeah. West. Yeah. And, and um, for a long time, we didn't know it was Jerry West. At least it seemed like. Okay. I mean, All right. I mean, I, I would have told you, you know, back in the '80s or whatever. I mean, it wasn't like just you know the look. I guess I guess they called him eh, maybe so. But anyway, the bottom line is, I agree with you on Kobe and on Bill Russell and. My, you know, my thought was if you wanted, you could make a case that he was the Jackie Robinson of the NBA just because of, of breaking the color barrier as a coach and what he had to go through as a player okay. in the 60s. All but, right. See, and so some of that maybe would would push my opinion a different direction. But why not do this 20 years ago? 
Okay, that's fair. Because that's, it's been a long time since Bill Lesser played or coached. If you, if you, and and that's that's before my time. Again. Me too. Okay, I, I before didn't, I my don't time. Remember him playing? If if you're telling me that Bill Russell was one of the guys that that helped um, break the barrier and help you know, open up the door for African American players and all that, then I'm saying great player, great ambassador. That added to the mix. Okay, I can understand why they would do it, just like Major League Baseball has done with the 42. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get that a little bit more. Again, I, I didn't know that about Bill Russell, that he was really one of the guys that was well, he, thought I mean, to he, do that. He had to go through that. I mean, and he was, you know, he was one of the first um, black head coaches in the NBA. I mean, the, the NBA had a black head coach way before Major League Baseball ever ever thought about doing it. Um and the National Football League actually had one way before anybody even thought about doing it. Um, not necessarily in the in the Super Bowl era, but in the pre-Super Bowl era. So uh, it, it was just interesting to me when they did that. And uh, the, this this is it came up again. Uh, uh, there's a Fox Sports host that kind of shares a similar sentiment to what what I talked about of you know why not doing it when he was alive. And Bill Russell was never necessarily a guy that wanted attention. He's kind of the exact opposite of mm-hmm. of all those people. Um, that, and, that and that's why it. I think they wait. At, he was never seeking attention, but always respected what he meant to the mm-hmm. league. It could have very much been a listen. Just wait till I pass. I, I understand you want to do this. I appreciate it. I don't need the limelight. I don't like think this. he would have said that. I mean, if he was adamant he didn't want it done while he was alive, then they shouldn't have done it afterwards. Yeah, I I, I share that opinion, and I, yeah. I don't think he would have said, "Yeah, you can go ahead and do this, but wait till I die." And and like I said, I would have because that would that would have been kind of ego driven right there. Because I mean, basically, I mean, he has not been prevalent in basketball in terms of on the court since the late '80s, and he did not do very well at all with the Sacramento Kings. So his success was with the Celtics, and it was in the '60s, and you know, I don't remember him playing. Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. This day in sports history. Today is August the 16th, and at noon today, we'll be halfway through the month. Because mm, it'll be the 15th and a half. 15th and a half, and yeah. it's 31 days in mm-hmm. August. It's good. Okay. We kind of just kicked that around yesterday, and you educated me on that yesterday. So Because there's no zero day. Because there's it's no day zero. one. <laughs> It doesn't go, you know, the zero of August. That would be weird. 1927, gentlemen, Yankee slugger Babe Ruth tees off on Tommy Thomas in the fifth inning to hit his first home run out of Comiskey Park. Mm. Yankees beat the White Sox 8-1. to one. What if they called him Double T? Tommy Thomas. Double T. Who names their kid Tommy Thomas? The Thomas uh, obviously, Mr. and Mrs. Thomas did. <laughs> the Thomas did. Yeah. yeah. 1947 future baseball hall of fame outfielder raf kiner hits three consecutive home runs for the host pittsburgh pirates in a 12 to 7 win over the cardinals both clubs smash a way then major league baseball record of 10 home runs in the game Mm. ralph not raf there's an l in there there's definitely an l in there (laughs) yeah i thought you just kind of slurred it but yeah ralph kiner 1964 St. Louis Cardinals center, center fielder, Kurt Flood. Really good day in a doubleheader. Eight straight 
hits in the doubleheader split against the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. Wow, that's pretty good. 1997, for only the second time in Stanley Cup history, it leaves North America and makes a trip to Russia. Okay. Pay very close attention to some details here because it's going to come up in the next one as well. 2008, Jamaican sprinter Usain Bolt sets a new world record of 9.69 seconds to win the coveted 100-meter gold medal at the Beijing 2008 Summer Olympics. Mm -hmm. A year later, he would edge American Tyson Gray to win the 100-meter in in a world record 9.58 at the World Athletic Championships in Berlin. The dude was fast. (laughs) That's a 0.09 second drop in a year in the 100-meter. There are times that that record moves 0.01 in a decade. Mm. It is National Rum Day and National Bratwurst Day. Uh, Give me the bratwurst. Uh, Rum I'm fine with. A little rum and coke never hurt anybody. I would rather have rum than a bratwurst. Okay. Yeah. I like a good good brat, especially in a tortilla. I've... I've never You're not that. a hot dog fan either. That, uh, that's where part yeah. of it comes from. Yeah. Brats look just so unappealing to me. I understand. Well, yeah. you got to get it nice and you got to get it nice and you got to mm-hmm. have a burned kind of you know, some nice char on it. That's then, how I like my hot dogs. And then dip it, I, in, I some, like dip them. it in some uh, mustard and you'll be good to go. I like some, some black blackness to yeah, my hot yeah, dogs. Yeah, no, you get a good blackness on a brat and I think mm-hmm. that it would be more appealing to you. Happy birthday, former Red Raider basketball player Robert Lewandowski turns 33 today. Robert nice. Lewandowski. Madonna is 64. Mm-hmm. Steve Carroll is 60. James Cameron, 68. Hugh Darvish, 37. Wow. Delano DeShields Jr., 31. Kathy Lee Gifford is 70. Reginald Vell Johnson, he was the cop in Die Hard and also Carl Winslow on Family Matters. He's 70 today. And I got two things for you from history because I didn't feel like I could do one without doing the other. 1948, baseball legend George Herman Babe Ruth dies of cancer in New York City. Uh, For two days following, his body lay in state at the main entrance of Yankee Stadium and tens of thousands of people stood in line to pay their last respects. Mm. He was buried in Hawthorne, New York. And in 1977, music icon Elvis Presley dies in Memphis, Tennessee. He was 42. The death of the king of rock and roll brought legions of mourning fans to Graceland, his mansion in Memphis. Doctors said that he died of a heart attack, likely brought on by his addiction to prescription barbiturates. And that is this day in sports history. Yeah, I never was an Elvis fan uh, growing up. And I remember... Buddy Holly, Elvis, and the Beatles. <laughs> never was an Elvis fan. I mean, he fan. just works so hard to be different. I, do, I don't know. I mean, those are like just, three of the greatest I ever. I just never was a I just never never was a big Elvis fan. Um, probably would probably enjoy some of Elvis more after the fact than than now, or now than than then as a teenager. I mean, as oh a teenager. sure, after he died, his yeah, music as, got better. As, as a, but I mean, <laughs> but I mean, as a teenager, I just what I recall what I recall about Elvis was at forty two, and bear in mind I was sixteen at the time. How old he looked and seemed. Mm-hmm. And that that's really what my my memory is of Elvis just how old because he was old, he looked old he was fat he was 
he was, you know, just, he was awful. It, this, his health was terrible. And yet he still could move his hips better than you. That's not tough a, for somebody to take, a, I imagine. Not at 16. I, I, I think I pretty much had it at 16. Okay. Okay. I had it at 16. Uh, Risa points out that it's National Roller Coaster Day. Would you guys go on one? Yes. I'm uh, I'm all in on the roller coaster. 100%. Yeah. I have two teenage daughters, so I am fully invested in every day being a roller coaster ride. <laughs> And no, I would not go on a roller coaster ride. No, I'm, no, Mr. Freeze for I'm, you or Batman. At, I'm uh, done with that. I did it when the girls were younger, to mm-hmm. so they could go on it and sure. they could be happy and yeah. have someone with them. But at a certain point, I'm, I it makes me miserable, and I'm not doing it anymore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at some point in time, they'll have uh, potentially may have children, then you may be finding yourself back in that. Role. And it'll be their parents' job to go on the roller coaster with them. <laughs> Growing you up, want to go with them though. You I probably it. won't. They all have some fun. <laughs> Growing up, we had uh, we got season passes to Astro World every year. Okay, because uh, that if you went twice a year, you paid for the pass basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we wore out that pass a lot in yeah. the summer. Luckily for me, my we are not a theme park family. I mean, my kids don't ever ask. It's just, I mean, we've probably been in the history of ever twice. Okay. So, and they don't ever ask. That's it, just not what we do on vacations. That's not what we do. Yeah. The Lents go hiking. <laughs> yes, they do. That's right. Or kayaking uh, or... Something like that. We don't stand in lines and wait to... And sweat. You know, for 30 minutes, for 35 seconds of fun. Well, it's That's a just bit not more. what we do. No, I understand. That's yeah. a, and, you, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit more than that. I will tell you, the wooden roller coaster at uh, Six Flags... Uh, boy, it just beat the bejesus out of me one the day. Titan? No, no. Titan's metal. No, no t- the wooden one. I know which one you're talking yeah, about. It's like the steamroller or something. Man, that thing just man it it beat me to a pulp. Well, that's what's fun about a wooden roller coaster because it can't oh, do the flip. No, no, it's got to bounce you back and forth. Uh, the uh, daughter number two was the big roller coaster girl. Texas Giant. Thank Texas you. Texas Giant. Yeah, Texas Giant. Just just beat me to a pulp. Uh, Bullfire wants to know who I listened to back in the day. Man, Elvis is the bomb. Um, you know, I was a top forty guy. I was a I was a top forty guy. You know, back in the, in those days. You know, I would have thought those three would have had plenty of songs on the top forty. Not, I mean, I was like a current top forty guy. Elvis to me was like old, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, and and I really wasn't into Buddy Holly at all. And the the Beatles was the Beatles was again they were old old to me and even in the 70s the whole ball is dead stuff was you know just it just wore me out even as a eight-year-old or nine-year-old it just wore me out mm-hmm. so can you remember who your fir- first favorite artist was yeah oh gosh no 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 i'd have to i to go i'd have to kind of go back in the in the i can the remember day. my first favorite like the first record what was it uh, was Eddie Rabbit. Eddie Rabbit. <laughs> Love a rainy night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was my first favorite. Not for very long, but... Uh, Grayson yeah. says the Texas Giant was a death trap. Man, I, I'm telling you, I was... It was... Uh, the, hey, one thing that we did not talk about that was over the weekend, this will make you feel old, potentially. Guess what movie celebrated its 40th anniversary on Saturday? The first Top Gun? Nope. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. 40 years. 40 years. Mm-hmm. 
40 years. Mm-hmm. All right. It is uh, just before 7. We will uh, talk a little Texas Tech football. Tech basketball uh, schedule is out. Uh, we're going to have an opportunity for you to win some tickets to the Knights of Columbus, 3008. In fact, call number one right now at 806-771-0973. We'll give you two, four, or five. And uh, if there's a second one, second caller, we'll uh, take care of you as well, two, four, or five. Hey, if you just need a single, we'll do that as well. It is Saturday at the council home. It'll feature the head football coach, Joey McGuire, and the former Red Raider quarterback, Rodney Allison. That'll be uh Saturday night at uh, 5 o'clock, we'll visit with Randy Wink. Uh, he was the former Grand Poobah of the Knights, and he's uh, one of the head daddy rabbits of this. And he'll uh, give us all the ins and outs, and we'll talk about some of the auction items that will be up for grabs Saturday night with uh, Tech Knight and the Knights of Columbus. Getting you up and getting your sports day started. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. What you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? All right. My question today Mm -hmm. for you, Chuck, Jeff, and our fine listening audience has to do with uniforms. And it's a two-part question, so you have to answer twice. Okay. Okay. First, I'm going to ask you the opening game of the Red Raider football season Mm -hmm. coming up. The first game in the Joey McGuire era. Mm-hmm. What uniform do you want to see the Red Raiders in for game one against the old Murray States? Question number two, you're 3-0 and after non-conference play. Mm-hmm. And Texas is coming to town for a night game. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you want to see the Red Raiders wear that night? Okay. I have three Because combina- it changes for me. I have three combinations in my mind. Okay. The, the What I want to see game one, black helmet, red top, black pants. Okay? For the Texas game, I want you to be in all black. Black okay. top, black helmets, and black shirt. Black, Chuck black and I are so close to exactly the same thing. So very, very close. Zach Thomas throwback for the Texas game in all black. Hmm. Okay, I want... Um... I don't want throwbacks for those. If I was throwing back a Zach Thomas jersey, it would be against an A and M, and okay. So I, I, my favorite color scheme or whatever you want to call it, uniform combination, is the one I would want for the opening game, and that's the white helmets with red jerseys and white pants. I, that's my favorite look. I think that's the cleanest. Um, and then I would go new uniforms, but all black uh, for the for the Texas game. And, night game like that a big night game not every night game do we know what we, we don't know it's gonna be a night game yet no though. no but no, we're we hoping don't. yeah, yeah we're we hoping. also don't know that we're gonna be three and oh like i said yeah right <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna be well uh, okay. we're three and oh man yeah. we're winning more than six games yeah so um i i think it you know the night game thing changes up the color scheme sure. for me mm-hmm. but i like the white red white combination the best i, I really? always have yeah okay yeah, and even though that's not our typical helmet, mm-hmm. but there's none of them that really bother me. Um, the Lone Star ones that had blue on it, I don't like. Okay, I'll say that. But gray, silver, black, red, white—I I have fun with all of them. So I, was, I enjoy them. I was leaning to the all whites. Um, like if it's if it's a day game against Texas, I could go with the all whites. But um, 
Or if it's a day game, I could go with the red helmet, black top and red pants. Um, but I, I like the black, red, black combo. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, that's a cl- classic look. Yep. Yep. And I like our grays. And when we do the silver pants with the Zach style jerseys, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan with all that. I don't think uh, Coach McGuire's been asked yet about the uniform combinations. I don't know if it's maybe too early in camp for that. Maybe. Well, I can guarantee you this. You won't ask that question? No, he's not going to tell you. Oh. He's not going. He might tell you what his favorite is, but he is not going to tell you what they're. It's What's too there? big of a deal for Texas Tech sure, football no. on social media yeah, and the unveil. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, uh, unveiling of it, oh, yeah, all no, of that. No, it's no, too big a deal. He's yeah. not going to tell you. Right. No, I know so that. you'd be wasting your time asking the question. But you could ask him what his favorite one is, which okay. which of the Tech ones he really likes. Okay. You could ask him that. Okay. Coach, you've looked at a lot of game film. When you've looked at that game film, which uniform combination do you like the best? You could also ask him, does he have any say in, is this all player driven? Is this captains driven? Leadership council? Uh, yeah, whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. Is it, um, you know, uh, who, who makes those, how much of a part do you play in that? Yeah. Because we have heard, we, I mean, we heard that Coach Kingsbury factored into that. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Coach Wells, but I mean, maybe Coach McGuire is into, if I was a head coach, I would be into that. <laughs> okay, you'd be. I would partake. Do you ever in, get a say on uh, on baseball? Does Coach Tadlock ever uh, uh, give you baseball the baseball? Doesn't change. No, no, he does not. Well, maybe midweek games. Is, I guess it's it's always the Friday Saturday thing. He doesn't ever <laughs> he doesn't ever ask you. I'm. Tr- I mean, you've asked me a lot of questions about does Coach Tadlock ask you this? Or mm-hmm. Do you get a say in that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think there is one single time that my interest feelings okay. <laughs> or desires were taken into account, okay. to account when okay. it came to what Texas Tech baseball was going okay. to do. I just, you know, and I am totally 1,000% fine with that. I wouldn't expect it would be that way. One of these days, Coach Tech, I just want you to be ready, okay? Because I ask you these questions so that you'll be ready. Like, so, I mean, like, hey, where should we go for dinner tonight? Which mm-hmm. one would you prefer? Right. You know, this place or point sure. A, place A or place B, yeah. you know. Jamie, what do you think? I mean, I just no. want you to be, I don't want you to be like caught off guard i want you to be i want you those, to get the ready those are all things that they prepare ahead of time no i know when I know. i'm not around i just you know one of these days they don't might, wing it one of these days you might get a text from coach tadlock and he just might say jamie we're we're kind of befuddled here and you're the tiebreaker <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> could be starting pitcher could be could be dh could be a lefty righty mm-hmm. you know who do we play in center? Could be. Do we get pizza no. or barbecue after the game? I well, just, that would be pizza. Yeah. But, I know. Uh, just. I think really what the problem here, Jamie, is Chuck wants Krista Gurley to call it Chuck and ask these oh, questions. Oh no, no. So yeah. he's putting that seed out there. No. I'm just, Tadlock does. I, I no. What I'm sitting here going is, wow. I mean, Krista Gurley mm-hmm. does do that because clearly he thinks Tadlock is going to do it for me. <laughs> no. So clearly, no. Over the years, no. Coach Gurley this, does not rely on any of my. Intel. I mean, do we wonder at all if there's a reason that we've had a hard time keeping a women's basketball coach <laughs> that has something to do with Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> you think maybe I've run them off? Is that I'm the problem? I don't know. I'm the problem. I just I'm just throwing I think so. Some of my there. crazy strategy during the game. <laughs> you know, know, I'm whispering I'm whispering plays to uh to the various coaches. Maybe Coach Tadlock sticks around because his color man doesn't suggest things to him. 
Yeah. Well, <clears throat> <laughs> I'm not necessarily a suggester, you know. I, I, uh, I I'm available if if, if necessary. Okay, <laughs> I'm available if necessary. If somebody needs me to, you know, help with some, you know, a little note here or there, a strategy, or mm-hmm. you know. It just it maybe entertainment like uh, I, like Fink and I've provided with our free throw shooting contest or our one on one battle. You know, we've provided some entertainment. I think yeah, for the ladies. I don't think Coach Tadlock would be much entertained by Haxton and I having a wiffle ball contest. Or oh, anything. I think he would. I don't think he. Would. I think he would. I think he I would. Think, I think uh, he'd take great joy in that. I I thoroughly enjoy when Coach Tadlock is, um, you know, when he hears my opinions about something that has to do with baseball or sports in mm-hmm. general and he tells me you know uh he's dishonest with me and tells me how ludicrous they are okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or coach gardner i mean he's he's pretty open with me when he, he thinks i say okay. something that's really dumb okay <laughs> and i enjoy that that's okay. that's good that's good bull right that's there good bull yeah yeah well coach Gerlich never tells you when she thinks you're out there no, I, I, I kind of keep it at an arm's length there. When one lives out there, you don't have to be told you're out there. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I will say this. There was there was one, you know, scout meeting where somebody brought something up that I had brought up to him. And Coach Gurley reminded everybody, hey, as Coach so-and-so said. And I'm like, I looked at him and went, whoa. <laughs> what? I'm a little... Of course, he didn't want to admit that the most insignificant guy on the trip had planted that seed, right? <laughs> the only thing I can compare to that is um, I can't remember exactly where we were, but it was early on. And it was one of those bus rides where after the game, you get back to the hotel mm-hmm. and the head coaches maybe stewed a little bit in the front of the bus. And sure. the bus stops at the hotel. Right. And many times... Coach Tadlock said, uh, you can get all, go ahead and get off, Jamie. Okay. And this was one of those times where he didn't say that. And he walked back to the, and I'm like, I'm like the last wall, like the coaches, okay. then the radio guy, and then the players. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm that's like the wall that similar. separates. Right, that's okay? similar. And so he got to about one step past me and mm-hmm. then had some words for his team. And uh, I think he was a little bit frustrated with their effort and hustle that night. And he said something to the effect of, you know, everybody can see that, you know, that wasn't our best effort and and that we weren't playing our style ball. And he said, heck, Jamie could have seen that from up in the press box. And and I'm like, why are you calling me out, coach? I don't want the guys hating me. I didn't say anything. Oh, goodness. Uh, if uh, Tadlock and Gerlich start asking for strategy advice from you all, what should our concern level be for the respective programs? Very high. Probably very high. Extremely yeah. high. I don't think you have to worry about that. Big plays and even bigger laps. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you this morning from the First United Bank Double T 97.3 Studios. Anxious to take your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Benchmark Hotline is open as well. We'll have uh, Astros and the White Sox uh, tonight at 640 on 100.7 the score. And then uh, Rangers and the swinging A's. Not so swinging. I think they're swinging and missing right now, Jamie. (laughs) That's what they're doing. They're really struggling. 
what they've lost like nine in a row or something like that it's just uh, crazy crazy how how bad they are uh, but they'll play the rangers tonight we'll have it at 6 30 for the broadcast time first pitch about 7 10 uh same two teams on both stations tomorrow night uh as well and then both both clubs astros and the white Sox at 12 40 on thursday and rangers and the a's at 12 30 on thursday i wonder with school being back in session what kind of crowd they're going to have maybe the retirees will get uh, you know maybe they'll have dollar hot dogs and you know two dollar admission or something like that yeah they probably have maybe change the <clears throat> pricing at that point have a bunch of buses drop drop the uh the big girls and boys off in uh at the, the ballpark there in arlington maybe and just let them fill up the suites or something along those lines uh <clears throat> Again, uh, Yates Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app for that. Uh, Jeff has put a Twitter question up on the Double T 97.3 Twitter machine. Uh, it's a poll for the starting quarterback. Uh, who will be the starting quarterback? We may know a week from uh, uh, tomorrow or so on that when so, uh, Coach McGuire makes his um, next media appearance after the second scrimmage. Who do you think it will be? Who yeah. do you want it to be? Uh, it's who you think it will be is the question. I'm asking you. Who do I who do I want it to be? And who do you think it will be? I think it'll be Tyler Shuck. And I think I want it to be I want it to be Donovan Smith. All right. We're in the same camp. Jeff? I'm a double shuck. You're a double shuck. Double shuck. Okay. I thought you were gonna say double chuck and I was like, How are you gonna double me? I thought initially <laughs> he said double schmuck. Oh. Well, I've been called that before too. <laughs> Sometimes people put adjectives or uh, nouns in front of it. Um, <laughs> I think I've been called a triple schmuck. <laughs> triple schmuck. Uh, the it's also a good diving move in the Olympics, isn't it? Yeah, with yeah, a degree of difficulty of 8.6. Yeah, I think the Russian judge right. will give you mm-hmm. a very high score. Red Raiders will practice. This is practice number... Uh, go back here. Practice number 10 uh, this morning at 9.05. Okay? And they... Uh, the head coach will meet with um, the uh, media at 11.20 in the morning, okay, this morning. And then uh, the scrimmage, next scrimmage is Saturday. That's scheduled for 1.30. That is not available to anybody. And the Saturday evening practice will be, the next day will be a Sunday evening practice. Um, and there's no uh, viewing or no availability of that. Now, Coach McGuire, here we go. This is interesting. He won't meet with the media after the second scrimmage. So do you think Saturday at 1.30 is when he's going to make that little announcement? No. Do you think, Or do you think it will be on uh, the they're 23rd? Gonna, yeah, they're going to have to watch the tape first, right? That's, I mean, that's what you'd think unless they know going into that. Maybe he's... Unless he anoints that person at midfield, you know, the, the starting quarterback. Or maybe we know, maybe they know by then. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they know by then. And, you know, maybe they come out of that second scrimmage and Coach McGuire will say, the team is aware of this. Uh, we've been going through this. We've made a decision and fill in the blank is going to be our starting quarterback. He'll trot mm-hmm. out there. Okay. You think if I, I'm not going to do it. You Do you think the much... team knows right now, or they think they know who the starting quarterback is right now? I think they think they know. I, 
I just don't think you can get to this point in the season with all that's taken place. And it may not be the defensive guys, but I think I think the offensive line and the receiving core and the two backs, I think they have a really good feel for who the starting quarterback's going to be. I I could believe that. I don't think you're crazy saying that. I but I mean, it really just I I think you we can give the belief that it's possible mm-hmm. that all three are playing well, right? That that it's possible that all three are 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 still in the mix, and that these guys who have been doing a great job with their coach speak and saying, "Oh man, all three guys look really good." You know, mm-hmm. we think we we think we can, you know, we can be good offensively with any of these three. I think the rest of the teams do saying the right things. It maybe maybe it's true. I just think if you're Miles Price or you're Baylor Cup and you feel like that you're going to be the starting receivers and so-and-so's throwing you the ball the most, then you probably figure, like, well, if he's throwing me the ball the most, then he's probably going to be the starting quarterback would be kind of my feeling on that. Okay, well, if so if he's, one of them is throwing the ball the most... Mm-hmm. To, the, to them. Then then the, then the coaches have basically said who the starter is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I, I think it's... I think by the time we get to Saturday, that that's it's fate complete. Okay. It may it may be fate complete today. Okay, uh, the Twitter poll of who do you think is going to be the starting quarterback uh, right now? Seventy five percent of those of you that have participated say Tyler Shuck, then Donovan Smith, then Baron Morton, and it's split between Morton and Smith. Uh, Smith's at like fourteen, and Morton's like at eleven. But seventy five percent say Tyler Shuck. Coach McGuire may go, well, I got news for you. <laughs> so he doesn't say it like that. No, he probably doesn't say it like that. No, he didn't. <laughs> he, he didn't probably say it like that. So, Well, if Coach McGuire did say he had news for us, he is welcome to give us a call on the benchmark yeah, hotline, and we will take that call. He's probably a little, Anytime. He's absolutely. He's probably a little busy. Well, if he's listening to us, he can't be that busy. Mm-hmm. He's listening to us right now. We got bigger problems than that. <laughs> uh, Eight oh eight this morning here on the morning drive. I bet in the off season he's a morning drive listener. I think he. I think he is. I think he's. I think he's dialed in. He's, I think in the off season. I don't think he's dialed in now. During the season. Yeah, he gets he's, to the office too soon. And yeah, it's working. I haven't seen him on the on the sharp the last few mornings. Just that one morning. He's oh. kind of staying. He's maybe taking a different route to work. Maybe. I wonder why. <laughs> nah, he was fine. He's all good. The eyes of Texas are upon him. <laughs> <clears throat> Missouri. Well, I, I've lived in multiple states. You know, not going to deny that. You know, never give me any credit for my Florida roots. I think I spent about. Why would you deserve credit for that? Well, those are the, the, those are the second craziest group of folks in the country. Well, I mean, you guys have pinned me as a crazy lunatic. I mean, it probably factored in. <laughs> possibly, possibly, yeah. possibly. So, so was Florida between crossing the river? No, or was uh, it after you crossed the river before you came here? No, 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 no. Uh, Florida was when I was a wee little lad, and uh, my dad worked at the Cape. And, um, but he was done working at the, we were still in Florida when Al Shepard went up, but he was, we were in the process of moving back to Kansas city. Apparently I was wanting some change. So 
810 this morning on the morning drive. Talk about basketball and the schedule. What are you looking forward to? I mean, I think we've kind of talked about this. There's a couple of games that uh, I want to get to uh, with regard to that. The conference schedule isn't out yet, but the non-con is. And we'll kick it around a little bit next year this morning on the morning drive. Recapping yesterday while looking ahead to today's sports day. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, good morning. It is the Morning Drive on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. It's a pleasant morning. It's uh, the weather's starting to turn just a little bit, although it was, uh, it was a bit warm yesterday. Tad warm. It's only 73 this morning at 8.15, so that's... That's a good sign. It could it's, stay there all day if it wanted yeah. to. Would yeah. not be upset. Okay. It won't, but it could. Okay. I'm giving it the opportunity and let us know it would be appreciated. <clears throat> Let's see. The uh, basketball schedule, at least the non-conference for the men is out. They'll tip things off on Monday, November the 7th at United Supermarkets Arena. Northwestern State comes to town. Uh, kind of the, I guess the, the couple of games that uh, have caught my eye, uh, the Louisiana Tech game, I think potentially could be a good game. That's also a Monday night game. Uh, you'll hear that on Double T 97.3. Uh, they go to Hawaii uh, and play at the Maui Gym Invitational. That's Jim J-I-M. Um, that would be cool. That'd be, I'd, I'd like to go to, uh, to Maui. That'd be fun. That'd be awesome, especially yeah. to watch the Red Raiders. Yeah, absolutely. What were you, what were you smiling at? Did you spell Jim out for us? Well, I mean, it does. It was. I mean, some people would say Maui Jim, thinking G Y M, like a gymnasium. Yeah, like okay. a gymnasium, mm-hmm. Maui Jim, and I'm sure it stands for something. Um, they're going to play Creighton for sure on that uh, Monday before Thanksgiving. Then, if they beat Creighton or lose to Creighton, they'll either play Arkansas or Louisville. Uh, in the second game and then uh, the third game was to be determined in terms of how that all all goes up um, the the game that I have circled for for myself is the game against Georgetown yeah so the one that kind of sparked a lot of interest for mm-hmm. me just because of my youth of gr- growing up that was the first team that I was raised to dislike yeah and so to this day, I still do. Yeah, no, there's and, no question. And it'll be cool to see Patrick Ewing roaming the sidelines Absolutely. here at the USA. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they don't ask him for his name tag or anything. I think it'd be funny if they did. You know, <laughs> It would not be funny. He's going to be coming in with the team. Don't Is ask he going to have to duck when he walks through the... Uh, oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. No doubt he's going to have to duck to walk in. To walk in, yeah. Because he comes in the same entrance we do. Yeah. How tall is Ewing? He's not going to have to duck. I mean, it's not like he's that much taller than our players. I mean... I they I think they have to duck, too. They have to duck? I think they... Uh, even just the head duck. Like, Amac's going to have to duck, and he's only 6'11". 6'11". I'm a little... I'm, I'm suspicious. Uh, somebody says this, Maui Jim, uh, their sunglasses. It's a company name. Uh, yes. Um... Let's see here. I'm trying to see what the what the numbers are on Patrick Ewing. Does not. Let's see if I can get his height. He's. I think he's seven one. I think. I was thinking bigger than that. No, he's seven foot. He's he's seven foot. Is where he's 
his listed height is right now. He's at, he's at seven seven foot. He's from uh, Jamaica, Kingston. So, I mean, so you're saying our players have to duck when they come out of there? That's I would when they come in through the main doors. I coming coming through the door, the upstairs door when they walk into the arena, not not. Not okay. into the not into not the arena. Not into the arena. Okay. Yeah, I thought you meant walking down the out the tunnel. No, 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 no. I was no. gonna say the we made a basketball arena and we didn't make it tall enough for seven footers. <laughs> no, no, the the entrance, the door, okay. the, the all right. Door. That I can buy, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That I can buy. Yeah. Somebody says Hoya hate uh, horse name. All right, I'm 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 there for it. That's it, that's a horse I would bet on. Would it be good or better for basketball if Georgetown was better? Or does that matter? I don't think it matters. Okay. I mean, you're also was... asking a Syracuse fan. No, no I mean, I, I just. Uh, I know. I mean, is, are they? Do we have plenty of blue bloods that are mm-hmm. dominant and make the college basketball world a fun, entertaining world? Yeah, sure, we do. Yeah. I mean, heck, you. Could, I mean, you say the same thing about Syracuse. I mean, they're they're not a factor anymore either. So I, I, would, I do think, would basketball be better when Syracuse is good? Well, I don't think so. I, I would tell you this: I think basketball. I think it makes. Um, I think it's better for college basketball if you have a couple of teams on the East Coast that are dominant or or yeah. significant. Well, I think Duke and North Carolina and yeah, those are on the more, East Coast. I was thinking more, you know, Northeast Coast, Northeast Coast. You know, Georgetown. You know, Syracuse, St. John's, the old Big East schools. Okay. Okay. Uh, somebody says this. Rutgers was kind of good last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chuck never that... heard of Maui Jim. What are we doing here? Um, here's a here's a news flash for you. Chuck uh, does not wear sunglasses. I do not wear sunglasses. I don't have anything against people that do. I just I. <laughs> That's good. That's good because you're two partners here. Dude. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I I uh, again. I have not owned a pair of sunglasses. I couldn't even. I could not even tell you the last pair of sunglasses that I owned. Probably was a teenager. Just not comfortable for you? No, just, I just, uh, just didn't want to. I just didn't want to get have to be dependent on sunglasses. I, I mean, I, look, we all got a little quirk to us, and so that that was mine. I just didn't want to be, didn't want my eyes to be sensitized to having to wear sunglasses all the time. So that was a conscious decision. It was that a you conscious made. decision. Yeah, like my mom can't go outside without sunglasses. You know, like, where's it? You know, and my the lucky lady's somewhat similar to that. I mean, I just, but it was my my objection to sunglasses goes back to way, way, way before I met the lucky lady. Did you see Elvis with a pair of sunglasses on, and that's what turned you off? No, I just again, you know, forty two year old Elvis just looked really, really old to me, <laughs> and I just, I it was really, he didn't. It just did that. None of that music did anything for me in uh-huh. 1977. I, I didn't shed a tear when he died. Huh? Music is is funny that I mean, every, there's so many different varieties mm-hmm. and it's so sure. incredibly different. And what some think is great and others think is terrible. I and I totally get that. And yeah. it's just um, you just I'm just curious about. No, that. I, I it's you put the three together, <laughs> right? Like you saying, I mean, there are plenty of people out there probably that go, oh, I'm not really a big fan of Elvis. But you're telling me Elvis, mm-hmm. the Beatles, 
Mm-hmm. And Buddy Holly. Right. I yeah. mean, you don't like any of them. I don't care for their music, no. And I'm like, those are like three of the, I mean, we're Mount talking Rushmore, Mount right? Rushmore's, yeah. you know, if we're talking yeah. top 10 groups slash artists of all mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I mean, and you're like, those three, no. <laughs> I mean, you basically just said, eh, I don't think um, Will, MJ, and LeBron deserve to be in the conversation for greatest ever. <laughs> No, I think they do. I think they do. Uh, somebody said, uh, somebody says this. This must be a new listener. Okay. Must be a new listener to the Yates Flooring Center chat line. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard, comma, no offense. Uh, Lynn yeah, says, gotta be a new listener. Lynn says the Maui gym sunglasses are wonderful for the beaches in Maui. Okay. Uh-huh. Sunglasses protect your eyes. Okay. Raiders Dad says this. That's Chuck's one in all caps quirk. <laughs> Chuck hates his eyeballs then. Unbelievable. Visor instead of sunglasses. Yeah. That's he hates my his one. eyeballs. That's, that's, uh, that's my one quirk. Uh, this. Uh, Chuck can't cover up the moneymaker with shades. A good handshake also has eye contact. Yes. I prefer to squint. Don't want to be a sunglass dependent like all you wusses. Hyphen Chuck. Uh, It's it's your words, not mine. No sunglasses and nothing in his pockets. Chuck just travels light. Right. I don't carry carry a wallet. Well, but you do carry business cards. I do carry business cards. (laughs) Paper's really heavy when you pick up a a lot of business cards. I I have a few in my pocket right now. Are you excited about... The new one's coming? Sure. We got new ones ordered last week. Sure, sure. <laughs> Somebody says this, Chuck needs therapy. You're just discovering this. Okay. <laughs> and that's what we're doing here. This is part of the counseling that we provide. <laughs> that's what we do. On a daily basis here on the morning drive. <laughs> and this is this is reality radio. Mm-hmm. You've heard reality TV. This is reality right. radio. And every day our audience gets to listen into the therapy session. Yeah, you get to learn a little bit <laughs> more about and what... And I enjoy it because... Makes you feel normal? I, I think I'm a pretty quirky guy. Mm-hmm. And I walk out of here every day and I go, oh, okay, so I'm not that quirky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although, Chuck Hines, I think if we took a poll, mm-hmm. probably more people would think you're normal than I am, than they think I am. Uh, a little, maybe a, a little, but they'd That's also next say, week's they'd what's also that, Jeff? Say, That's next week's poll. Yeah. yeah. They'd also say that they're <laughs> not near as quirky t- as you or I. Twitter poll. <laughs> Who's quirkier? Who's Chuck quirkier? or Jamie? Chuck or Jamie. You got to list the quirks though. I mean, cause I, I think, you uh, know what? I think Aaron Dickens would win. <laughs> You've been listening to the morning drive podcast from double T 97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T973.com.